everyone. Welcome to When the World Falls podcast. My name is Teresa and I'm your host. Um, this is the first episode of our fourth mini-series called Filicide, focused on parents who murder their children and some of the rationale as to why they do so. This is not attempted to be an excuse, but rather an explanation of this phenomenon and hopefully a way to work to preventing this from happening in the future. Um, if you're wondering, so I'm a registered social worker. I've worked in the field of child protection and mental health for a number of years. Um, and this is just something I've always been really passionate in, and I think that it's really important for us to get a better understanding of. Today's first episode is a little bit different, as it involves more so a family annihilator case rather than strictly filicide. Um, and we will be focusing on the murder of Eric and Joshua Jacobson as well as the murder of their mother, Frankie Jacobson, by their father, Neil Jacobson. So, Eric and Joshua Jacobson were seven-year-old twins, and their mother, Frankie, was 53 years old at the time of their murders, and they were killed on January 23rd, 2010, by their father, 49-year-old Neil Jacobson. Early that morning, Neil climbed out of his four-poster bed grabbed his Smith & Weston revolver from the closet. His wife of 19 years, Frankie, called out to him, and he turned towards her, gun pointed. Initially, he kept repeating, it's over, there's no other way, and we all have to go. A struggle quickly ensued, ending with Frankie being shot twice in the face. Quickly reloading his gun, he calmly walked into Eric's room and shot him twice in the face. However, Eric didn't die, so Neil placed a pillow over his face and shot him twice more. Neil then calmly walked into Joshua's room, placed a pillow over his face, and shot the seven-year-old twice in the face. Neil then returned to his room, washed the blood off his hands, got ready for the day, and took a number of Vicodin and Zoloft, sorry, a number of Vicodin, Zoloft, and Xanax tablets and left the family home. Following the murder of his family, Neil attempted to kill himself by crashing his car. However, he survived, and when EMS arrived at the scene, he immediately confessed to the murder of his family, claiming that he had snapped. In this situation, it's a little different because Neil currently blames the murderous rampage on his psychotropic medication. So as we mentioned earlier, he was had taken some Zoloft, Xanax, and Vicodin tablets um, following the murders and apparently had been taking them for some time. If we look at the beginning of this relationship, Frankie and Neil met in Queens and were both working as stockbrokers. They got into business together in 1993 when they opened a mortgage brokerage firm in New Jersey. And 10 years later, they sold their company and moved down to Florida. In 2009, Neil was taken to urgent care by Frankie and was diagnosed with vertigo and depression. He was immediately prescribed Zoloft and Xanax, resulting in, uh, to quote his family and friends, an almost immediate personality change, including hallucination, anxiety, paranoia, and insomnia. Um, so Neil is not the first person to blame his murders, someone's murders on medication. Um, and it's definitely an interesting perspective to go into. So we do talk about the fact that when people are started on antidepressant medications, there is a slight increased chance of suicidal 
thoughts or following through with suicide due to the fact that it does that antidepressants are made to improve motivation, right? They're they're made to improve our ability to follow through with actions that we choose to do. So unfortunately, sometimes we will see someone who may have been having really severe suicidal thoughts, but was unable to follow through due to the motivation component of severe depression. And once they start antidepressants, they will attempt to follow through with that choice or that action. Um, So in this situation, it's a little bit weird because... While, you know, there is the question of his medication, there's a little bit of some financial concerns going on that seem to have potentially played a role in this as well. So, despite blaming the murders on his medication, it seems that finances played a large role in this situation. Neil had gone from having $2.2 million in equity to $2.3 million in debt in just five years. He wrote out a five-page suicide note with multiple references to the family's financial situation. Um, you know, honestly, like, that brings up the question of how much of it was just, like, you know, a uh, psychotropic-induced rage situation versus how much of it was planned out. If you're writing a five-page suicide note talking about your family's financial situation and how you can't let them live anymore because you have $2.3 million of debt, it kind of makes me question, like, how premeditated was this action, Right? The fact that you that he hid his revolver in his in his bedroom, right, ready to go when he chose to murder his family, also brings that into question. And he definitely would not be the first man to murder his family over finances. There's been a multitude of these situations where this has occurred. Um, ultimately, he was arrested for the murder, and he originally faced the death penalty. However, he ended up pleading guilty and received three life sentences, which for some reason also includes two mandatory visits from his sisters-in-law to let them minister to him. I don't know if that's a Florida thing or like a general U.S. thing. I'm quite intrigued by the fact that like ministering and like mandatory basically Bible studies with his sister-in-law was included in his plea bargain. Um, Anyways, he's still in jail. He has recently provided an interview continuing to blame his psychotropic medication for the reason that he quote-unquote snapped. Um, but I would love to learn what your thoughts are. So the question I have for you guys right now is, did Neil kill his family because of his medication, his financial situation, a combination of both, or a completely different reason? Um, unfortunately, like while there is some comments on his medication and his financial situation there isn't a ton on his previous mental health his upbringing so it leaves a lot to be speculated but ultimately i would love to hear you what your thoughts are um if you have any questions if you want to comment on this open up a discussion you're more than welcome to visit our instagram page which is when the world falls podcast um feel free to message any case suggestions critiques comments etc Um, I would love to hear from you, and this is Teresa signing off for now. Have a great day.